Columbia Pictures proudly presents a minor motion picture event. A film with absolutely no redeeming social value whatsoever. A film that has won not five, not three, but absolutely no Academy Award nominations. A film that luminaries like Bergman, Fellini, Spielberg, and Lucas had absolutely nothing to do with. A film that every critic in America has unanimously hailed as a motion picture. This is Hard Bodies. That's it, Hard Bodies. Yeah! One of our favorites. Hell One of yeah. our favorites. It's a classic. Um, so we're going to go ahead and kind of change things up. We've been doing a lot of music. We've been doing a lot of other stuff. Let's, we're going to talk about cheesy movies. Cheesy. Some of our favorites. Yes. Of all time. Of all time. Of all time. And uh, so this should be a nice, fun episode. Uh, BigTalkCG.podcast is Instagram. Great. BigTalkCG Twitter. BigTalkCG at gmail.com. Get a hold of us, comment, email, get the 12-year-old back on here reading off some emails. There you go. I told her, you know, we hadn't gotten any before the last episode, and she... She was very upset. She was on the verge of tears. Very upset. Very. I mean, she's making more on unemployment, you know, because she gets the <laughs> federal assistance, like 2000 extra a week or whatever it is. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. She owes me some money, too. Well, she has that fake ID. It says she's 45, so... <laughs> She she went in and applied. It's an older picture of you. Yeah. <laughs> you took of me. Yeah, with a wig. <laughs> My old idea. <laughs> Stupid dude. Um, all right, guys. So yeah, give us a, shoot us some emails, comment on our Instagram, Twitterfy. Uh, however, you can get a hold of us. Whatever's best for you guys. And uh, let's go ahead and get started on this episode, dude. It's gonna be so much fun. I just can't cannot wait. I've been chomping at the bit Whoa. to get on this one. All right. Let's start off. Let's start off with hard so, bodies. All right. We're going to start off hard, but first, oh. this is that you guys know. This is Big Talk with Chris and Greg. Oh, yeah. This is Big Talk with Chris and Greg. God, I totally forgot. This is yeah. Chris. This is Greg. Welcome to Big Talk Nation. So Sorry about that. I guess I, yeah, I, yeah, I got too excited. It's all right. So excited right. about the hard, bo- Bring, the hard bodies. So we're going to talk Bring about- Bring that level up, dude. Yeah. This, you guys, is one of our favorite- favorite cheesy movies of all time it's hard bodies from 1984 yeah and actually man greg i'll let you go and start up because i didn't really know about this movie you introduced this movie to me probably about 10 years ago or so yeah i was um i think it was i did see this in the theaters in 84 i probably snuck in at the time and uh loved you were like 20 (laughs) (laughs) No, no, 80, 84, dude. I was probably 10, 12. Anyways, I was in my teens. Next week, math with Big Talk. <laughs> Chris and Craig were just... <laughs> I was probably like 15 at the time, dude. Anyways, um, saw it. I remembered it, loved it. Um, you know, knowing Chris for a long time, uh, how we love rock, we love wrestling, love uh, stupid movies, raunchy movies, uh cheesy movies and this was one that i think i brought on uh, dvd over to him and um, introduced him to it and uh it hasn't left his dvd rotation it's it's in heavy rotation dude i love <laughs> i love this is in my in my household this is the most walked out movie by the rest of the family <laughs> doesn't even get to like the end of the finning credits i'm by myself already <laughs> that's how great it is that's how you know a movie's great 
you know, the family all walks out to go do their. That's how I get the girls to clean their room. <laughs> Put this movie on, they walk out. Um, basically, the movie's about a guy who's at the beach and uh, swindles and maneuvers his way to uh, check out a beach house, which is a party house, and you know, guys coming over and you know, looking at girls and scamming and you know, trying to get you know, money and live free and you know, have a good time yeah. and parties and drinks and you know boobs everywhere so yeah so the main character scotty palmer he uh gets kicked out of his apartment for not being able to afford rent so he's got to make money he meets those three older guys that just kind of are starting to rent a beach house and he's like oh i'm gonna see if i can scam some money off these guys you know wash their car or whatever i think he ends up yeah. washing their cars and he comes back with some girls and they're like oh how'd you pick up these girls he's like dialogue i dialogued them and they're like what's that and he tells me you know this is how you get girls and they're always looking for the BBD. What's the BBD? The bigger, better deal. <laughs> so these guys say, you can come live with us. Teach us how to meet girls. We'll pay you like 600 bucks a week or a month or whatever it is. It's going to stay the summer. And this huge, you know, it takes place. I, th- I think the house is in Malibu. Yeah, I was going to say They filmed that, but I think it's like the Venice Boardwalk is where they do most of the filming of it. It's all Southern California, all beach right there. And uh, so, yeah, he has a, a love interest. Christy, I think is her name. And. You know, he's helping these guys and kind of ignoring her. Then one of the guys kind of falls for her, I think, is what happens. Yeah. And so there's that kind of story. And, yeah, man, it's great. It, it's girls at the beach. It's guys trying to pick up girls. It's guys not being able to get the girls. Some of them do. The dialogue is cheesy. The acting is cheesy. The plot is <laughs> wafer thin. But that's what makes it. Yeah. You know, great. You got to have the all the gratuitousness that you need is there. Exactly. Why, why, why is she topless, right? You know, like we've <laughs> talked before, like my wife asked me, she goes, was that a thing in the 80s? Like a party would break out and girls just tops. Just, I think we were watching Police Academy. Oh, there's yeah. that scene with the bonfires. Like, is this how it was? Like, were people just going to these parties and tops were coming out? Like, I've never been to a party like that. But yeah, I don't think I've been either. But in, in the movies, in the 80s. In the movies, it always yes. happens that way. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's great. Hard bodies, you guys. It's it's a fun watch. Uh, you know, with with almost all these movies, you don't you don't go in taking them seriously. Yeah, definitely not and, at all. You know, they're not for everybody. But man, we love our our cheesy movies, man. Yeah, love them, definitely. love them, love them to death. Definitely. And, and Hard Bodies is definitely one of our favorites. And another movie that you shortly after that introduced me to was Spring Break. Which I oh, also yeah. had never heard of before. Love that one and too. And it kind of falls under the same. The plot's totally different, but the same. At it's in Fort Lauderdale, I believe. Correct, Fort Lauderdale it's Spring Break. Beach girls, yes. bikinis, boobs, all the eighties stuff. Drinking, partying it has to do with like you know college age kids and stuff like that. Go ahead and kind yeah. of tell uh, about that one. Same thing. Uh, two nerds or geeks at the time try to, you know, go to a hotel, and then all of a sudden. Uh, they get booked into the hotel with two other guys who are kind of like the hip guys. Yeah, they're kind of like the stud muffins, right? Yeah. yeah. Kind of like, and then they meet up and they become friends. And then they're like, hey, you know what? Hang with us and we'll teach you how to party. We'll teach you how to meet girls. We'll teach you how to drink some 40s. And, um, you which, know, which happened kind of fast because they went from being these dorky guys to like the next scene or like after they hung out once, they were actually kind of cool. Right. Yeah. They changed, you know, uh, you know, meet the girl, meet a cute girl and. You know, one of them um, uh, was the son of a politician, and they had a the, the parents wanted to, him to come back from Fort Lauderdale and you know work in our golf uh, golf club or golf course or work somewhere where you know on the political 
uh, scene, but he didn't want that because he wanted a party. He wanted to hang out with his friends and do something like that. So, you know, um, it was fun. Spring Break is another good one. You're right. I, I almost I didn't put that on my list, but man, that's a good one. Dude. That movie's great. And these movies, a lot of these movies, um, you can't find them anywhere. You either have to, not that we ever would, find a bootleg copy or find a place to maybe watch them uh, illegally online or something, which we would never do. We do never. not condone it. But if you did want to watch these, I'd probably be on some of these the only way you can get them because they don't, they're not. I mean, okay, so I have the figures in front of me, like Hard Bodies. It cost $2 million to make, and it brought in $7 million. $7 million, dude, that's not a lot of money. I mean, it almost made four times, so in that's good. You said 84 was released? 84, in 84. I thought, yeah, they make some money. So that's, I mean, yeah, but people aren't, aren't out clamoring for these movies. They're really not clamoring for these movies, and I wish they were more available. I wish they were out there more for people to see because – you know, sometimes you just want to be. I just want to sit. I don't want to think. I yeah. Want oh to yeah, laugh. yeah. 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 Definitely. Watch a movie and put something on. I mean, you've seen all. There's movies that are, you know, that are cheesy, that are popular, that are out there that you can see. But I want to give me some of these cult classic ones. You know, that I want to watch that are just great, dude. Just mindless cheese. It's just fun and crack open a beer or six and just kind of <laughs> hang out. <laughs> you know, another movie. Um, that I love, uh, actually, me and my wife love is of two thousand four's Euro Trip. So, uh, you know, same thing. These guys going over to Europe, and you know, go to different uh, countries and have misadventures, and you know, like go to Amsterdam and go to France, and they probably saw what our big talk uh, um, listener over there over there too. Um, you know, go have adventures and find out love and adventure, and you know fun and good times and laughing and there's a lot of one-liners and guys fooling around and walking around with big phones and you know stuff like that and um from euro trip one of the uh favorite songs that probably we if i'm sure on the movie soundtrack was scotty doesn't know was one of the hits on that uh, song so that was a good one too but uh, euro trip definitely one of our fun ones we'd love to watch i don't think i've seen that was that like um did they do road trip the one that had like Tom Green and um those guys in it I know they weren't I don't think they were in it but was it kind of a not a spin off but like oh road trip let's do a little something different euro trip called euro trip yes uh, I it did I did felt it like was like a national lampoon kind of thing where that's like a something like that or, something like that yeah yeah it probably wasn't national lampoon but yes they did have that feel of hey we're going to do you know uh road trip and then now we'll just call it euro trip and have different guys but you know different fun and stuff like that yeah man that was another good one i got one right here and this movie what do you got i love this movie dude give it to me it's it's got just amount right amount of cheese dude and this movie is badass this is a badass movie dude roadhouse (laughs) with my main man one of my main (laughs) men i got three main men Patrick's face. What do you, dude? This is a serious movie. Roadhouse. It's not a serious movie. Roadhouse is. I'm telling you, dude. Roadhouse is a great movie. 1989. Patrick Swayze. Yeah. He plays a bouncer, and uh, he gets he he gets hot. He's what's called a cleaner. That's what they call him. Someone that comes in and cleans up a joint. Uh, he gets called to the uh, a double deuce. Is the name of the of the uh, of the bar that some guy just um decided to buy he came into some money and he bought yeah. it uh, dalton is the name of the character patrick swayze plays dalton 
And he, so he goes, and this place is run down shithole, fights every night. It's making no money. Um, he, it, it's, a, it's a dive, 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 dive of a dive. <clears throat> so he goes in there. No one knows who he is. He, he ends up, you know, cleaning the place, you know, training these bouncers, firing this guy, firing that guy, cleaning the place up. You know, his, his enemy in the movie, like, kind of runs the town, quote, unquote. Like, he's got, he collects from all of them for, like, city beautification. Yeah, right. So he has them all under his thumb. Um, it's got some good cameos in yep. it. Uh, Terry Funk is in it. Wrestler Terry Funk is in it. Uh, the Jeff Healy band is in it. Yeah. They're great. Uh, and, you know, one of my favorite lines in that movie is um, Patrick Swayze's, you know, training him. He goes, he's talking to all the bouncers. And he's like, um, be nice. If someone gets in your face... Be nice. <laughs> if somebody, you know, spits on you, be nice. <laughs> you know, you know, if things get out of hand, we'll escort them to the door. But be nice. The guy's like, well, how will we know when it he goes? Then I'll tell you until it's time not yeah. to be nice. He goes, well, how will we know when it's time not to be nice? He says, I'll tell you. And uh, yeah, he tells them. Then, you know, there's that one fight they all get into yeah. where they end up throwing the guys out. Or you know, it's, it's great, dude. That I, was that is definitely a good movie, dude. I watch it. I watch it a lot, dude. Also, whenever it comes on or if it's on TV or something like that, I'll, I'll throw it on just to see what scene it is and you know do that kind of stuff. That dude, is he, that is definitely one, man. I, I don't want to spoil or anything, but yeah, dude. When he rips that guy's throat out, dude, it's God, dude. Come on, Patrick is great, dude. Dancing and throat ripping. That's all he does. <laughs> Dance. You combine the two, you got something, right? <laughs> you, you, you said because he, he has no shirt and he has no shirt. flowing hair. His... There's the scene in there where he gets out of bed and it's full back nudity, his buttocks and everything. <laughs> Dude. Living in that barn, like upstairs. Living in the, bar. in the it's, barn. It's great with the, his nemesis living, uh, Brad yeah, Wesley. La, the living like across, a, across the, the lake. Yeah, dude. It's, dude, it's great. They're driving the Bigfoot <laughs> truck in it and everything. It's 80s 80s greatness and roadhouse guys i know a lot of people have seen it it's a pretty it's kind of a mainstream more of a mainstream movie but uh roadhouse if you haven't seen it check it out you'll love it Patrick dude, that's, great, that's, that was killer dude i love that man great. um one of my favorite movies uh cheesy that i love is um 50 first dates adam sandler drew barrymore um you know fun uh the girl has amnesia or got in a car accident and has short-term memory or can't remember her long-term memory Anyways, don't remember. Short term. All right. Uh, so he every day he meets her is like a first date. And um, it's fun, dude. I mean, you know, they kind of go through. Dan Aykroyd's in there. Um, movie goes on, and it, it, it's fun. There's a lot of one-liners. Adam Sandler, is, you know, he has his uh, classic crew of, you know, his buddies in there. Uh, Rob Schneider's in there doing different things, man. So it's a, it's fun. It's a, it's, it's a definitely a nice, cheesy date movie type thing. Fifty First Dates. If you have never seen it, it's definitely worth a watch. On that one, I don't. I think I've I have seen that one. You know, they did a bunch of movies together. I mm -hmm. know they did a um the, the movie Blended. Is that the one where yes. they go on the thing, the island trip, and then they also did the Fifty First Dates. They did Wedding Singer. Yeah, I was gonna talk Wedding, about that one. Let's Wedding talk Singer. About that right you now. want to talk about that? Yeah, now? Wedding. I was just gonna say Wedding Singer could fall into that that cut of of cheesy. I. I really like that movie. Yeah, that's I don't, great, man. I don't know if I would call it cheesy, but for sake of argument, let's put it right in there. Let's talk about okay. it. It is. It. I think it does a great job of taking what was going on during the '80s, and you know, obviously, you know, 
puffing it up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. It, and yeah. and that's what to me makes it cheesy because mm-hmm. it makes you feel like you're laughing again. There there was one. There's a couple of liner one liners in there. One of them was great. Was you know Adam Sandler was with this girl and hey take off that shirt or you're gonna take off my Van Halen shirt yeah. and you're gonna the band will break up or something. Yeah. You know hey, what I mean? Linda, take off that shirt before you bad yeah, luck. Bad luck up. that make that's... the band break up. And then you you know that's what happened. Yep. Uh, in the '80s, and that was that. Um, you know, same thing. And Adam Sandler singing, and, and there was even one point where he's singing a song similar to like the um, the Cure, you know, kind of moody and thing, and then kind of ending it with you know craziness and singing and yelling and you know good stuff. And I mean, I have to say, you know, they have the, even the the villain in the movie. The guy was kind of being kind of like a Don Johnson type thing. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. And then they even first in, 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 talked about uh, compact discs. Hey, you want to play records? We could play records on this. No, honey, it's compact discs. Yeah. Eight hundred dollars. I just got yeah. these as a bonus. You know, and that, you're right because in the '80s you'd like compact disc. What the hell is what's what's this? Yeah, and his brother was a limo driver. <laughs> and dude, that movie is that movie is good, dude. Yeah, I'll follow it under cheesy, dude. It's, yeah, dude. I mean, and you know the stuff. thing about it, you know, is that it, when you living in the '80s, everything wasn't all '80s up. So it's great when they play these movies. And it's like everything. It's like we can't show something that may have been out of the ordinary. Everything has to live up to that '80s level you know the hair the clothes the cars obviously the cars but everything is like has to be that stereotypical 80s style yeah. 80s everything well uh, and also the movie there's one point where the guy has like a red jacket on kind of like michael jackson oh god dude you know uh or the girls are he's are, wearing one glove yeah <laughs> he's wearing one glove or the girls are dressing up like madonna oh you're dressing yeah. up like madonna the madonna. relaxed uh, frankie goes to hollywood teachers uh, relax yeah. the cook yeah the cook That's yeah great, there's dude. um what else do I want to say? That oh, one of my favorites is when uh, Adam Sandler's singing and they talk about love stinks. Oh yeah, at the, one of the one of the weddings, what, lo, love stinks, or you know the table was a table number nine. You know what I'm talking about, number table oh, nine. For the freaks on oh, the table nine. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you put me at that table at your wedding? Yeah, I did. Dude. You son of a gun. Not I. I love freaks, dude. That's why I put you at table one, dude. <laughs> table one is where they all go. Because I can keep an eye on you. You guys get out of hand, dude. <laughs> Quick. I was sitting with your parents, huh? Wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Wedding Singer, dude. That movie yeah, is... Yeah, definitely. Dude, that movie's good, dude. Definitely. I like man. it. It's yeah. got Billy Idol in it, too. Remember? On the uh, at the end, man. Yeah, that was it was cool. Yeah, Billy Idol shows up. No one makes fun of Billy Idol. Nobody talks to Billy Idol that yeah, way. Yeah, no one talks. And then that guy that says that is in a bunch of movies, too. That biker dude. Yeah. With the long red hair. I don't know. His character is a character actor. All right, dude. Change up. Let's talk about it. We, I brought this movie up um, a couple episodes ago. When we were talking about our music censorship in Vanity, Vanity Six or whatever. Ooh, okay. And I said that she was from that movie, The Last Dragon, which uh, is one of my absolute favorite cheesy guilty pleasure movies. I'm just imagining it right now. I love it. So this movie takes place in New York City. Um, It's Barry Gordy was the producer, and Barry Gordy was the man that owns uh, uh, Motown Records, I believe. Uh, I believe Barry Gordy and, and, and he, so he was, you know, producing it or whatever. And man, this movie is cheese. So the main character's name is uh, Bruce Leroy. And yes, Bruce Lee, cause he does martial <laughs> arts. He's looking for his master. He's got to find the master so he can be, no, he has to find what he's looking for so he can be the master. And he has to pass the final test. And his, his teacher doesn't tell him what that is. He's got to figure out on his own. 
So the whole time he's looking for the master to, to learn, you know, what, what he needs to do to pass the final test. You know, he, he's got a little brother that's all into like, you know, dancing in the eighties and all that kind of stuff and thinks his brother, Bruce Leroy is a total dork. And he ends up getting, you know, falling vanity plays like a famous singer. I mean, what a stretch. Well, and, uh, he ends up falling in love with her and she falls in love with him and fight scenes. And, and his enemy is, is, uh, the Shogun of Harlem. And have you ever, dude, he walks on going show enough, <laughs> show enough. <laughs> He's the Shogun dude. And, they end up fighting. The final scene is, is them uh, uh, fighting it out in like some um, kind of like factory or something like that. And man, he ends up finding out who the master really is. And man, it's it's great. It's it's a cheesy movie, um, but it's got some of my favorite things. It's got martial arts, yeah, cheesy plot, slightly better than average acting. <laughs> Uh, Eddie Arcadian, I think, is also one of his nemesis that, that, that wants Vanity to pl- like promote his video arcades or something like that. But she doesn't want to on her TV show. She does like a dance show, like like a, oh. a solid gold kind oh, okay. of thing. And they're doing the show in the, in this little in the New York right there. And her, his little brother wants to get on it, so that's kind of how she fits into the story. And man, it's it's great, dude. I I think I mean my brother saw that movie. I have it on Blu-ray right over here, right over my shoulder. I think that I've seen that movie 25 times, man. I It's great. Nice. I mean, in, in realistic things, if you think about it, if you've seen something 25 times, that's a lot. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Some of these movies that we're talking about, we've seen them uh, uh, many times. and it's, you know, We're always one line in each other. From yeah, something too. like that. Um, one movie I would do want to talk about. Were you done with the the Last Dragon Starfire uh, from the space, Outer Space Nine? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, kidding. dude. I, I, I got the glow. Ooh. If you don't know, go watch the movie. I got the glow. All right, All right go ahead. Uh, from 1987, Adventures in Babysitting, uh, Elizabeth Shue. Cheesy, love it. Love it. Right? Another movie. Uh, a babysitter must battle way through the big city after uh, being stranded with the kids that she was looking for. Elizabeth Shue, man, she probably did it right after The Karate Kid, so she was a star from that. What year was that from? Uh, 87. Karate Kid was uh, 84. So yeah, yeah, a few years, a few so. years after she did. So I think she was in Cocktail. What year was Cocktail? Yeah, uh, same ish. after this. Okay, right, right, right. Uh, good movie, good fun movie. Um, like I said, uh, liked it, love it. Sometimes it's just fun, uh, stupid adventures, stupid. I mean, family fun movie where you're, you know, doing stupid things. There's even one kid dressed up like Thor, and there's a part of the movie when. There's a guy and a mechanic comes down and he's uh, pretty similar to Thor's built long blonde hair, you know. Um, oh my God, and, you know, and she kind of goes up to him and goes, "Thor, here's my hammer. Here's this. Here's that." And you know, something like that happens and stuff. That's it's just fun stuff for you know. Um, good movie, good cast, fun to watch, a family fun movie, good stuff out there. You know, uh, I love. That movie, Adventures in Babysitting with Elizabeth Shue, it, it's great. You know, the you got the the babysitter that's babysitting the kids that mm-hmm. are too old to be babysat. Remember the older brother, but yeah. the older brothers are like in love with her because they she just graduated high school or it's a senior and she's like a he's a freshman, so he'd like it's and they you know they end up going to get ice cream or something in the city and uh, getting a flat tire or something like that and adventures ensue and. That's great. And then you say, you know, they go to see the, the, the Thor guy 
and if I remember correctly, which I pretty much almost always do, that is the guy that plays the main character in a movie that I didn't even think about talking about until you just mentioned it, and that is Iron Eagle. Do you remember Iron Eagle from the eighties? Louis yeah. Gossett Jr. when they're f- when they're uh, uh, the jet fighter one when they go to yeah. rescue his dad. That movie yeah. is that guy was in there. Yeah, that, Thor? that's the same guy, uh, except for with blonde hair, a little bit longer. So let's see. Iron Eagle was from nineteen eighty six. All right. So Adventures in Babysitting a year later, and um, man, that I I just. I that was one of those movies that I don't know why it was always on or oh someone always had a rented copy or, or something like that. You know what I remember about that most is from the soundtrack. Uh King Cobra did the song Iron Eagle, Never Say Die. I remember the song the most is Queen, One Vision. Oh remember when they're flying in the plane, he puts it on. I'm like, Oh dude, that was kind of before I even knew about Queen, yeah. dude. And I'm like, you know, you go back and you're like, Oh, that was Queen. So so the plot of this movie is um uh, Jason Gedrick is the name of the actor that is uh, that plays in, in both those movies. But the plot of the, plot of the movie is is that um, Jason's character is uh, his dad gets planes get shot down overseas, okay, military style. He's now a POW, Middle East somewhere. Yeah, and he is like a junior pilot in like a program or something like that. And Louis Gossett Jr. plays like a high ranking guy on the airport or something, and he ends up convincing him like, hey. Long story short, let's steal two fighter planes. I mean, yeah. let's fly and let's go rescue your dad halfway across the planet. Dude, are you sure this isn't Top Gun, man? That sounds like Top Gun, man. And the no goose way. and Iceman. No, this is not. This are is you sure great. it's not Top Gun? One Vision. All right, no, Iron no, no. Eagle, Iron dude, Eagle is is great. Kidding, man. Yeah, we know I that. I haven't seen that movie in a while. Some of these movies I have not seen. You know, a lot of times, you know, with our show here, we are like, hey, let's do this episode, let's do this episode. This Actually, this topic we're deciding to talk about, I think we just decided today. And so we're just <laughs> kind of trying to remember what we can remember and stuff, and I totally forgot about Iron Eagle. Man, that movie is great. <laughs> so I haven't seen it in a couple of years at least, and I'm going to have to go back and watch it. It's another one of those movies you can't find. You can't find these movies, and no, it's such a disappointment. Can't. And Iron Eagle. Maybe I'll try to find it tonight. Oh, we we'll do a double feature with Hard Bodies. Uh, yeah, Hard Bodies, Hard Bodies. Love it, guys. Iron Eagle. You guys got to, you know, we're gonna, you know, post. Obviously, dude, we love posting stuff, dude, on, <laughs> online, and we're gonna post some stuff, and we'll have a uh, uh, a list of all of these movies. We'll uh, pictures, movie posters, maybe a trailer or two. Ooh, yeah, put all that traders. stuff up so you guys can kind of see what we're talking about and. Get some interaction from the nation. Let let us know what your favorite cheesy movies are, because I'm guaranteeing you, a lot of our audience, a lot of the nation, are not going to have the same ones that we do. Or no, or, definitely and not. Man. I love and I'd love to get you know. Hey, check this one out. This is cheesy. Go check it out. I yeah, love it. a definitely movie I like to talk about is uh, 1991's "Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter Is Dead." Oh yeah, dude, that movie. Christina great. Applegate, man, starred in that one. Um, you know, she has five Cymbalines, and in in the summer that she was supposed to take off, uh, like a fashion district, and she kind of wants to go as an intern, but kind of uh, says the wrong thing or says the right thing, and ends up with a paying job at a fashion magazine, and to uh, being like an assistant to her boss, and then be in charge of not only her Cymbalines, but you know, money, and uh, you know going crazy, spending it on herself, ditching her boyfriend, ditching her friends, you know, kind of have to work, come home, clean, you know, do stuff of 
of what um, adult life is. Um, good fun movie, man. They're just, it's good. It, it, it comedy, laughter, fun. You know, in nineteen ninety one, you know, PG thirteen. It was actually it was a good movie. I really liked it. Yeah, that one's all right, dude. That one's a you know good movie. That was that was she were they still doing um, married with children at that point? I'm gonna say they probably during the breaks. She or, didn't you know. do many movies. I think she did another sitcom or two after that. But yeah, dude, she did. She was good in that movie. It's, yeah. I mean, cheesy, but yeah, she was good. The movie was good. She got a job like being a secretary at some fashion consultant and ends up having to run the whole fashion show. And then, you know, music montage, let's clean the house and redo the oh, guy. <laughs> Dude, if you don't have at least one, one music <laughs> montage in your movie, you're not, you got to go back and re-edit it. Dude, I love <laughs> The music montage. That was I funny, mean, dude. Music montage. We're, we'll do an like episode that. on greatest music montages of all time. But man, I'm gonna tell you, you gotta have that music montage in there if you, you really want to break through on the cheesiness factor. What I did like about it, there's a um, an actor called Keith uh, Coogan. He played Kenny, her brother, and he was the stoner. So him and his buddies were like always trying to get high and talk. This man, you know, I'm gonna go and <clears throat> we're gonna eat some munchies, man. That kind of stuff. Was that the same kid from Adventures in Babysitting? The brother, the oldest brother? Yes. Was that the same yes, kid, right? Yes, the same guy, yeah. yeah. Oh, and he was also <laughs> the younger brother on a movie I'm not going to talk about, but we may. Remember Hiding Out with John Cryer? He played his cousin or whatever in that movie. Remember John Cryer was running from the police. He goes move with like his aunt. And so it's like his cousin, he, wow, same like same kid. Yeah. It's the same kid. These kids play the same role over and over, and they find their niche. Yeah, they, they got go it, man. These big yeah. actors, dude. Um, let's talk about let's talk about the doctor. Let's talk about the doctor, Doctor Detroit. Whoa, love this movie. Nineteen eighty three, Doctor Detroit. You all right, dude? You all right? I'm excited, man. I'm okay, all, I'm getting crazy over here. <laughs> I was gonna have to give you the Heimlich, dude. No way. Yeah. Um. Dr. Detroit, Dan Aykroyd. This movie is, I mean, listen to the solid plot line, guys. <laughs> uh, there's a pimp. He, uh, his name is Smooth. He, he owes a bunch of money to this person, character called Mom. Uh, then to try to get out of it, he says, oh, they aren't my girls anymore. They're Dr. Detroit's girls. You're going to have to go to him to collect. There is no Dr. Detroit. It's a made-up person. Enter Dan Aykroyd. This guy that he sets up with his women for a night. They go crazy. They have fun. He kind of likes the night. You know, it's a great time. Uh, the next day, he gets a call from mom uh, demanding money. The girls, you know, she got told by Smooth that the girls are now belong to this guy, Dr. Detroit. So he takes on the persona of Dr. Detroit, you know, to defend these girls. And, man, it's solid plot, dude. You can't punch a hole in it. Right. Uh, Dr. Detroit, man, Dan Aykroyd was great. I think my dad actually rented this movie and brought it home. <laughs> I, obviously in the 80s, uh, I'd never heard of it until he brought it home. That's the thing about being a kid is sometimes you never hear about these movies. And uh, I remember he rented it, brought it home. The doctor, he talks like, the doctor. He's got like this hook hand or some crap like that. So yeah, it's great, dude. Great, cheesy, fun. Uh, Donna Dixon, who plays oh, uh, yeah. one of the girls, the, the blonde one. Uh, that ends up be actually ended up being his wife. She was also in uh, Spies Like Us with him. Spies Like Us, with I yeah. believe. Also, 
I mean, um, Fran Drescher was also one of the girls that played in Dr. Detroit. Uh, so, you know, you get a couple, uh, you know, stars here and there and, and, uh, uh, goes from there and, you know, the doctor saves the day, you know, they end up finding out who he is, all this stuff, blah, 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 <clears throat> but cheesy, 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 uh, 80s fun. You know, most of my movies are going to be from the 80s. I think that the 80s was the heyday of cheesy movies. Most of mine are going to be from there. I may hit some fringe 90s, but uh, for the most part, that's what it's going to be, man. You know, one of my favorite cheesy movies, and it's funny because I have no idea how to do this, Skiing. But one of the favorite, one of my favorite movies, um, so Ski School in 1991, um, this is with Dean Cameron. So this was the guy who also... Um, did Chainsaw in Summer School, which yeah, is another yeah. one on my list. Oh, I love that movie. But, um, you know, ski, ski school, you know, these guys having fun, being um, crazy, skiing. Um, I don't I think this is before snowboarding really happened. But, you know, and um, I know you in your past, man, you you were one of these instructors, ski instructors, ski I school. I was a... a- First, I was a lift attendant, then I was a lift supervisor for two years at Snoqualmie Pass in Washington State. I love that. that was see, a great job, I, dude. I, I see movies like Ski School or Out Cold that I love or Shred and just think, or Ski Patrol, and just think Chris is, this was Chris in in the 80s or 90s or eight, late 80s or early 90s. Late 90s. Late 90s. Late 90s from like dude. 97 to 2000. I see, I this is how I see you, dude. I see you guys drinking beers, you know meeting ladies going out skiing at you know all hours of the night all, it was all business Bullshit. It, was, it was all snowboarding and and all business it was great because we got to snowboard when we were on the clock yeah so the snowboard See, um, and that's that what basically stuff. these movies yeah. were these guys were on the clock or getting paid or just you know partying or fooling around or doing some of that but that's how i remember a lot of that's my imagination of what Chris is when I see these type of movies. So you talk about, what was that guy's name? Dean Cameron? Is that what you said? Correct. Make it? So check this out. Yeah, are you familiar with the show Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah. Do you remember that episode they did where they went to the ski mountain? No. He was the, well, obviously the main characters of the show are the main characters, but of the, of the plot of the show, he was the other character in there and he <laughs> plays this guy that is a burned out party guy, works in the rental shop and... They go, they're like, want to party and stuff. He's like, yeah, we're going to drink beers and recycle the cans for rent money. Dude. It's great. And the whole time they're talking about the race that's going to happen to like be king of the mountain and all this kind of stuff. And one of the guys from Philly is like the racer wants to race. And it's like all of them, except for, um, God, who's the, um, the character in sunny in Philadelphia, the, the little guy. Can't uh, uh, Danny DeVito? No, 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 not Danny. The other guy. Um, I forgot what it doesn't is. Doesn't matter. Yeah. He's the only one that's kind of like, does everybody else is living an 80s movie except for him? He's like, is anybody, what's going on here? What's going on? It doesn't, like, everybody's living like this is the 80s. I don't, I don't see what's going on here. So, this is a great episode. That's just a side note. That guy was also in that that's show. That's funny, dude. Um, I never, I never, Um, the guy's name is Charlie Day. Charlie Day. That's it. Yeah, his character is the only one that's like not taking part in this whole 80s thing that see, everybody seems to be living through. See, I'm going to I'm going to have to go and check that one out, Oh, dude. yeah, it's hilarious. It's a one of those rewatch 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 kind of things. Yeah. Let's move on, dude. Let's move on to something that's from 1936. What? Reefer. Madness. Oh, Madness. All right. Just, 
Just quick, guys. Smoking marijuana will turn you into a murderer. Apparently, in 1936, <laughs> if you smoked marijuana, you were going to murder people because that's what happened in this movie. Uh, portraying two people as marijuana pushers, these teens go to party, to you know, drinking marijuana and jazz music has corrupted these kids to murder, covering up murder, and innocent people going to prison. And oh man, it is hilarious watching wow, these guys. Wow, I've never seen that, dude. Not that I have ever smoked marijuana, but I have seen it done, and I've never seen anybody <laughs> act like these people do when they have smoked marijuana. It, it's it. You get, this is one of those movies you can't find anywhere, anywhere. Um, you know, I think it may have been on Netflix for a while when when it was uh, send the DVD right? to your okay, house yeah. back in the days, like uh, yes, early two thousands. But man, it it. It's great, dude. It's hilarious. It's funny. It's black and white. But man, they're just off the wall with this movie. Just the, they like take like one puff and they're like, ah! <laughs> like what is going on here, dude? It's hilarious. <laughs> love it, love it. Reefer Madness, nineteen thirty six. Check it out, guys. Check it out. Wow. You know, one movie I want to hit back on, which I, I, like I told you we did earlier. Um, Summer School with uh, Mark Harmon, Christy Alley, Courtney Thorne Smith. Um, that movie, like I said, um. And then Chainsaw, of course, um, that movie was just fun, man. I loved it. I could see that all the time. I, I, it's, it's not really lighthearted, but it's kind of romantic. It, you know, Mark Harmon playing the playboy and trying to uh, swindle Christy Alley to going on a date with him. Um, has a beach house. You know, the kids come over and thrash his beach house. Or they put him through. He, he's a, a substitute teacher that needs to um, get these group of kids to at least pass summer school. And he does different tricks to, you know, um, <clears throat> swindle them so they could learn to pass. Like, hey, I'm all study, but, you know, I need a, a, a football uh, practice, you know, coach dummy. I need to I need driving lessons. I need to do this. I need that. Everybody picks in something. And but the movie's fun. I mean, totally fun. Totally good. Um, love it. <clears throat> Quote from it all the time. One of my favorite characters was Chainsaw. So that's how I remember Dean a lot from every time mm -hmm. I see him. Hey, that's that's chainsaw. That's chainsaw. You know, um, you know, we talk about um, during our, our Halloween episode, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, we we did the original, you know, film in in the school. That was one of the chainsaws. favorite yeah. thing. Fun, different stuff, man. There was uh, um, I think Shawnee Smith was in there. Who's uh, one of these cute little 80s girls that, you know, at the time was a big star. Good movie, good fun. Um, totally loved Summer School. Um, Carl Weiner was the director, and if you didn't know, uh, Danny Elfman did also compose some oh, music okay. from that. I didn't too. know that. Yeah, and just just so people know, I'm, I don't like to correct people, but I will. He was actually he was he was a teacher, wasn't a substitute. He was trying to get his tenure, and he was so he was trying to become a permanent teacher at the school. But the uh, boy Kirstiali's boyfriend mm -hmm. was the decision maker of whether or not he was going to get tenure and he had to teach summer school. It's like, if you don't teach summer school, you won't get your tenure. And then he tries to kick him out of, at the end saying, oh, these kids didn't pass and stuff like that. So, Yeah, but I, they showed him, yeah, you, they went from, you know, a zero or uh, yeah. a one. They do their scores at the end. They and do all their the scores. Parents, and they're saying this guy, and the principal's like, these are real results. Exactly. <laughs> he gets his tenure. Yeah. And he gets to be a teacher and gets the girl. Exactly. Like, yeah, I mean, they always get, you know. <laughs> It's cheesy 80s movies, it's man. Cheesy. You got to get the girl. We could write one. We could and write a cheesy <clears throat> Wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. 
That that's the main plot of a lot of those, right? One that didn't it still pisses me off, and it's cheesy, and I love it. Don't say what I'm gonna say wait, it. Wait, can I guess what you're gonna say? Yeah, you can. Is guess. it a movie that pisses you off? Yes, it's a movie is that it? pisses me off, and the guy does not is, get the girl. Are you talking about Last American Virgin? Yes, totally pisses me off. Greg, don't get you guys. Do not bring this movie up around Greg, dude. He will go on no, a rant no. and tent. Here he goes. No, no, <laughs> no. It, but it, it is you know '80s cheesy fun. Last Time Virtual Virgin, if you've never seen it, it's totally <clears throat> good, fun movie till the end. How it ends it pisses me off, but you never know. You watch maybe- it every time you're hoping it's different. <laughs> like, yeah. maybe it won't end this way this time. Oh, Greg, it's going to end the same way. I'm going to rewrite it, dude, and, and like splice it in <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> different song and uh, different ending and same actor. Same. Oh, yeah. So the- get, get the makeup. <laughs> Old American Virgin. <laughs> you need the, you need the same makeup artist that play that did the makeup for Eddie Murphy playing the kid in Problem Child. Oh, I yeah, remember, Problem Child. Remember that dude? Golden Child. I know. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know what that reference is, to go back to one, what what Sound, soundtrack? One of our soundtrack episodes, <laughs> Greg. Uh, go back and listen to it, dude. It's funny. Yeah, uh, I don't remember what three, so just listen to them all. Um, what were we just talking about? Oh yeah, Last American Virgin. The girl that plays the love interest in that also plays a oh. love interest in another movie we can talk about right yes, now is definitely. Better Off Dead. We've actually talked about this movie before. Yes. Um, what episode was, I don't remember what episode we were talking about that, but man, this movie is great. Seen it a ton of times. I think it's, we talked about it. No, I don't remember. Uh, John Cusack movie. He is at the school. Um, he wants the girl. He has to ski the K-12, uh, boogers in it. <laughs> uh, he's skiing against the guy that talks like this all the time. <laughs> I'm going to ski, bro. So it's, it's great. It's cheesy. And, you know, it's it keeps, you know, it keeps kind of like normal. And then there's moments of it where it just gets really outlandish. And then it comes back to normal. And then it gets really outlandish. And then it comes back to normal. Like yeah. the food moving across the plate or the... the oh, Remember the paper boy? I want my two dollars. Two dollars. Two dollars. And tip. (laughs) Plus tip. (laughs) And the brothers, the Asian uh, brothers. uh, Yeah. One only speaks Howard Cosell. One doesn't speak at all. Here we are again. Dude, it. Yeah, we just talked about that movie in another episode. I can't remember which one. It was one of our movie soundtracks or or something like that. That we referenced and stuff like that. Man, that's a great cheesy movie. I've seen that movie a bunch of times from the 80s. Way too many to count. You know, I don't think she did that um, a lot more movies after that, but she was definitely a pretty uh, girl, and I'm surprised that she didn't do a lot of stuff. You know, another movie which I, I do love and I want to bring up is um, from 2010, Hot Tub Time Machine. You know, uh, fun. I, I do say ski movie because um, it's, you know, in the, in the snow Obviously, four friends or four, three friends and one uh, other associate uh, go back in time, but the, their time machine is a uh, hot tub, and they kind of have like a, a red bullish uh, Russian, yay Russia, um, fall into the, the time machine, and they kind of go back, and next thing you know, they meet their younger selves, and the younger self has to you know, make sure they do the same things they did to make sure that the future which live now uh, happens you know and one of the main scenes too is uh oh the at, at the ski resort there was a poison concert yeah 
you know love poison <laughs> they're great dude i love poison um good soundtrack there's a lot of Seems good like we talk about them every episode that's all right man yeah. so we love um you know um one of the last things they talk about is um home seat home is on the soundtrack also mm-hmm. and that's the last thing you hear in that. but um hot tub time machine definitely good fun cheesy movie which i love even part two is cool but the original is definitely fun with john cusack um you know stuff like that so good movie Hot oh, Tub yeah. Time Machine. Hot Tub Time Machine. Uh, James James Robinson is not his name. He is the uh, black guy from The Office. Plays the uh, warehouse uh, supervisor or whatever. Then he comes up to the top. I think James James Robinson. I think. No, I think it's it's Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. Yeah, he's fun. he's hilarious, dude. I think that guy's great. Um, here we go. I'm gonna get as current as I can freaking get. Tokyo Drift. Ooh. Fast and the Furious 3, Tokyo Drift. All right. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say two things. Yes, it's cheesy. And I'm also going to say this. It is absolutely the best movie from the Fast and the Furious fr- franchise. The best. The best. Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. That Argue has not- with me. You can't. You know why? No. Because it's the best. Dude, the whole... <laughs> He's at the so the the main character keeps getting kicked out of school, 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 school. They have to move all around because he keeps on racing and all this stuff, which makes no sense why he would get kicked out of school. But he keeps going town to town, town to town, town to town. He ends up uh, racing. Uh, what's his name from uh, uh, Home Improvement? The older brother, the oldest brother from Home Improvement, because <laughs> his girlfriend looked at the the guy yeah. like with a look. And she was like, nice ride. And he goes, it's not the ride, it's the rider. Dude, that line, <laughs> it just sets it off. They race. He's got his like trashy looking car that's just got power. <laughs> he's driving. He's killing me, dude. He's racing the guy in a Dodge Viper. And they race through that being built, that um, development, like a house development. Okay. And the, all the houses are being built. So they're going in and out of like half built houses and stuff. And it's playing Kid Rock, Ba with the Ba. Dude, it, the song just goes killer with the racing. You're just like, oh, this is awesome. And they race through it. They end up doing a slow motion wreck at the end. You know, the rich kids get off and he has to leave town. So he goes and moves with his military dad in Tokyo and Japan. Dude, he was talking about us over there. <laughs> he goes there with the little Bow Wow. That's and, right. And, and that's right. Start, learns how to drift. Does not drift. Learns to drift and has to drift to get the girl and drift to earn respect and drift to do all this stuff. But it's great. It's the best one. And Vin Diesel does come at the end. So you get the Vin Diesel. So, man, you just can't lose, man. Tokyo, the, the music is good. The, the, it, and this guy is, he is now in, and I see him when I'm at the gym because they're always playing like TBS or TNT or USA mm-hmm. or something there. And he actually plays one of the characters. I believe it is NCSI New Orleans. Oh, that's right. The one that huh? has Scott Bakula. Yes. He yes. plays one of the guys plays, on uh, that. One of the side guys. Yeah, right? one of the like side the guys. So young he's muscle, a little, a young muscle, a little bit of a southern accent, a little bit. Yeah. So he's still doing, making a living now, dude. He's on one of the biggest TV franchises in history. I mean, you know, not the be- not the best one, but you know that NCIS is, is it's up there, but. That was a great movie. It's great fun. Yeah. I, I remember I went and saw it in the movie theater. I think I saw it twice in the theater. It's great. Tokyo you snu- Drift. You snuck in both? I think we just watched that at my mother-in-law's house like a month or two ago. Let's put it on. I think my wife wanted to watch it. I said, Tokyo Drift? She goes, she goes, do it. Let's put it on, man. It and you fun. showed everybody, right? 
Yeah, we went out. Then we went out and started drifting in the streets of Santa Monica in my truck. (laughs) We almost tipped over. Yeah, because you're drifting through story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Have you ever seen a movie called, and this is one of the worst movies out there, but it's totally fun, totally cheesy, called The Room? I have not seen it, and no, I haven't seen it. So here in L.A., there, um, I remember back in the, <clears throat> I don't know, probably 2000-ish, 2003, yeah, early part of 2000, there was a, the, uh, a secret cult movie called The Room. Uh, the artist, uh, uh, the guy who wrote it and directed it, and Tommy Wisen, if I'm correct, or probably saying it correct, incorrect, um, he did a movie called The Room, poorly written, poorly dialogue, I mean, is that that movie that they said was like the worst movie ever made? Yeah, it was B movie. I mean, probably a C movie if you had it. Um, terrible movie. Um, if you look at it cinematically. Um, and then there was, uh, they made a big uh, comment of it because they had three long sex scenes in there that didn't need to be in there. They're like, why, what does the sex need have to do here? Um, anyways, um, Fun, cheesy movie. Lo- uh, didn't really love it, but thought it was fun. A cult movie. Um, this is what I really want to talk about was. So years later on, in 2017, James Franco um, directed a movie called The Disaster Artist, which is a, a, a movie making about the room. So him, James Franco, Seth Rogen, Zac Efron. They, um, his whole crew. His whole crew. They did a movie called The Disaster Artist, which... You know, kind of recreated how he made the movie and why he made the movie in this guy. And that movie, The Disaster Artist, is really good. And I, I love it and quote it. And well, is it cheesy? Super cheese, bro. Good. It's cheesing all over. Bro. I haven't seen it, so I'm going to watch it. If you get a chance, watch that one, dude. It's it's fun. Um, the One of the actors' name is Greg, so they always say Greg wrong. Greg. Greg. And I know, I know you guys are going to be like, Chris ain't going to watch it. Chris ain't going to watch it. Well, I will tell you what. After our first episode, I went and listened to that Flicker Stick album that you said was one of your favorite debut albums. It was pretty killer, dude. I listened no, to it. No, you yep. did? Yeah. Wow. I, had, you know, I got it on uh, Apple Music. I listened to it. So okay, Apple Music. Will, there you go. I will go and listen and watch you know, yeah. stuff I haven't seen before. Because it's if, recommended. If you guys have it can't tell by now after so many episodes. Me and Chris really are friends, and we do you know, tell each other to listen to stuff and do things. Just before we started this uh, podcast, I told Chris I was really into the new Limp Biscuit, and he's like, "What?" So we kind of did some snippets, and he was digging it. And I was, yeah. I was like, "Dude, I, I, for some reason, I go, they, they, they haven't changed their sound. They, it sounds like it's, you know, uh, the first two albums, and you know, from hearing the first couple of songs, it's, it's, it sounds, it's the that name of the album still sucks." But it's good. You know, you talk I dig it. we talk about cheesy movies. Limp Biscuit could almost fall into that cheesy music, you know, when they were really in their heyday. But man, I was yeah. listening to about thirty seconds of that first track. I was like, dude, this is killer. Yeah. Let's move on. Movies. All right. We can talk about them another day, dude. No, no, no. Music. I just wanted to say that that, you know, because we're friends, we yeah. really do we, we really do each other's listen to each other's recommendations and stuff like that. So if he says, Hey, check this out, I really do check it out. So, you know. Thank you for that surprise on the flicker stick, bro, because yeah. those guys I really love. Which they um, come back to LA. No list. Uh, you consider you could you could throw out ten cards with ten movies that this guy's been in and pick one and it'll fit in this. And we're gonna talk about Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, but, and you could take them all. 
you could take them all, but you know what? I'm going to tread a thin line by taking what probably people will say is his best one, and that's Bloodsport. Right. But okay. this movie is cheesy. It's based on a true story, but man, it's cheesy. It's got, you know, fighting. It's got some slow motion fighting. It's got some montage action. It's got, you know, Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds is right. like his buddy. He's his buddy. His buddy. And then he goes, um, to a secret location in Asia. He, he's an American military guy, if I remember correctly. Uh, Dukes. Uh, I forget his... Uh, Frank Dukes is his name. And uh, he goes uh, to doing this fight called the Kumite. Where they have like someone from each country fighting in it. And, uh, Almost like a street fighter, right? Yeah. Uh, and he he goes and, and has to fight. And you know he ends up you know winning it, obviously. But he's... Uh, God, I don't remember the actor's name, but the fighter is the same um, Bolo. He's Bolo in um, uh, Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee. He's that oh, big yeah. Asian guy. He's also in the movie, and uh, he ends up, you know, fighting him in, in the last fight. But dude, it's got the you know Jean Claude doing the ah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit in that movie, dude. It's great, dude. You, you just. When that movie came out, I was like, "Oh, this is great." Now you go back and watch, it, and you're like, "Okay, it wasn't so great." It's, it's it gets cheesier as time goes on. It wasn't cheese when it first came out, but you know, you could pick any of Lionheart. Um, what was that one? Double something, double double take, or whatever he did. Right? With, yeah. Uh, he he did like three movies where he played two characters. I he, guess he was trying to get double paycheck. <laughs> I mean, he all of his movies are pretty cheesy. Uh, I decided to go with Bloodsport because it's you know widely known, uh, and it just gets cheesier with time. Because it what the other ones are kind of like, dude, this is whatever. But that one was, I think, it's cheesier with time. So um, I'm gonna steal one from you, but the stain on the action, Cobra, Sylvester uh, Stallone, cheesy but fun. I mean, we were talking about you know, uh, you know, this when we were uh, laughing at each other. Which movie we're talking about? Cobra, dude, is one of those things that man is just one-liners and the way he looks and i think bridget bardo or we, bridget. We, we it was like a scene out of Step Brothers. we looked at each other and said favorite cheesy, cheesy movie <laughs> cobra do we just become best friends <laughs> yup <laughs> that was the yes that is definitely one of those that does sound like us man yeah uh, cobra dude from sylvester stallone if you haven't seen it, it it's definitely one of those fun action movies the, totally good, man. Totally. Cobra fine. is great. It is gratuitously violent, ultra right. violent, uh, and uh, one-liner central. Yeah, he's in the remember he's in the grocery store and the guys are in there just shooting up the place and he, he's like, "Your disease, <laughs> and I'm the cure." <laughs> and it's like, dude, it does not get any better. This he's always got like a toothpick or a matchstick <laughs> in his mouth. He's driving that badass car, dude. He's Cobra, dude, he's got the pistol with the cobra on the handle yeah. and shit, dude. <laughs> so apparently, he was originally gonna play the lead for Beverly Hills Cop, and then he, and he didn't get that, and so he wrote this movie or this movie was gonna be Beverly Hills Cop. Or there's some, oh, I heard that some okay, cross I did hear action that. there where Beverly okay. Hills Cop in this movie were it's, you know. I don't know what I don't know if he was supposed to be in that and then wasn't and then wrote this and said or did this movie and said whatever or that was gonna be Beverly Hills Cop but then they were like no we don't want it to be and we're gonna do this one with mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy or whatever something like that I think Nation it was come through and let us know what's going on exactly I don't have time to Google it right now still uh, staying with our action heroes Steven Seagal Mark for Death pick one yeah right Mark for Death bam 
Demons to Go. Uh, good movie, fun, you know, comes out. Uh, that's one of those movies he's doing the rock bottom in. <laughs> yeah, Steven Seagal was another one of those guys that, you know, any movie you pick from him is cheesy but fun. Um, some of them got better action. Some of them didn't, I think. Was, was Mark Fredette the first one kind of that he did? What's the one with, I thought um, it was what's the her name? Kelly McGinnis? Uh, Kelly McGillis. That one, I think, is Mark Fredette. Is that Mark Fredette yeah. or License to Kill? Mark Fredette. Okay, I don't know. I think it's License to Kill, but go ahead. Um, you know, Steven Seagal, Ponytail, getting, you know, messing everybody up, doing a lot of fun action sequences. Um, you know, same thing, man. Good, good fun stuff. Uh, always laugh, always fun. You know, those are, hey, let's, uh, let's get some, uh, start grilling, chilling, and watch uh, Steven Seagal on there, man. Good stuff, man. There's uh, He has a lot of good movies. Oh, yeah, it was... Uh... Hard to Kill was the one with ah, Kevin McGillis. Darn it. All right. You're I'm talking wrong. about Marked for Death. Yeah, dude. That one was great, dude. His movies were not the same, but they were the same. Yeah, exactly. You know, Above the Law, Hard to Kill, Marked for Death, uh, all great. You know, he did do a movie that actually was really good, I thought, was Under Siege. That was actually a good one. That was actually a good movie. Oh, okay. that was, it wasn't too cheesy. Uh he wasn't the cheesy part of it. Gary Busey and uh, Tommy Lee Jones were the cheesy part of that movie. Okay. And uh, man, that, that was a good one. Go check that one out. Was it um, Under Siege one? He was Navy cook. He was the cook. Yeah, yeah. that one. That one's good. That was good. That's a good watch. It's a okay. good watch. Um, man, let's go cheesy movies. Boom. Um, here's one that people, some people have actually said they really like is like an action movie, but it's hey, put the rabbit. Back in the box, Con Air. Whoa, or the bunny. Put the, Put bunny, the bunny back in the box, dude. Yeah, Con that Air was that was cheesy. good. I mean, he's just calm through every situation. You know, Vi- uh, Cyrus the virus, John Malkovich <laughs> is in there. The plane crashes into the uh, Las Vegas Strip, right? And everything is fine. Yeah, and his wife is just there waiting for him, and he's trying to get back to his his wife and daughter was it for his daughter's birthday or something like that and he's in prison for killing a guy in self-defense yeah no less he's a military guy at the point i don't know dude but man you're right that was a good one nicholas cage Cage, but it's it's got some cheese on it man it's got some cheese it's one of those high quality cheese movies where (laughs) man that movie's a long movie wasn't like a two-hour movie i think so dude it needed to tell a story right they have that thing where they like land the plane and then they do this like uh booby trap like the, the the police are coming to get him so the shootout with him like coming down the tunnel or whatever yes. it is, and it's just yeah that was cheese, cheese dude man. that's it's one of those ones that borderlines on not cheese and cheese because it's like a good movie or oh it's yeah, not, yeah, dude, yeah definitely it treads that, that you know it's the new age blood sport it's just gonna get cheesier with age right right definitely on that one man um you know changing the subject on there you know fun stuff that i i uh loved um that I think was funny, uh, Spice World, when the when the Spice did you guys did hear my eye roll? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, was it like nineteen ninety eight? The the Spice Girls had to do a movie or did a movie, and it just you know stupid cheesy fun, dude. It just it just was out there, man. I I don't know. I I actually saw that movie in the movie theater. Yeah, 
It's it's terrible. <laughs> it's it's borderline unwatchable. Yeah, I think I, I think I waited till I uh, got uh, I got home release and watched it. Probably. There. Yeah. Okay, I got. I know we're running uh, we're running close uh, on time at about an hour, so we're just gonna talk about three or four more movies and then, and then right, we're good. gonna call it. Here's one I'm go. I'm gonna go current, 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 current as in 2021. I'm gonna talk Ooh. about two movies first. All right. One I'm not gonna talk about, and then I'm just gonna flex out to the new one. Okay. She's all that from '99. Freddie Prince Jr. Um, is the main character, but that's not the movie I want to talk about. The movie I want to talk about is He's All That. It's a Whoa. Netflix release. If you guys have not seen this movie, it is great. It is cheese. It is unbelievable cheese. You are going to be laughing, talking about how ridiculous it is with the people. I've, I, I, it was, I've seen it twice. I've seen it <laughs> twice. Seen it with my wife, my daughter, uh, sister-in-laws. We all think it's you know totally cheesy. It's it's great. Um, and actually, the girl that plays the um, main character in She's All That plays the mom in He's All That. I can't remember the character's name. Uh, oh, okay. It was like a three name, okay, like yeah. a first, middle, last name. I can't remember. Maybe you could look it up quick. Uh, Got she, it. She's All That from 99 to tell me the girl's name. But man, so the movie takes place at high school. It's all about who has the most likes, who has the most viewers. Actually, the biggest TikToker in the world is like the star. My daughter always says, oh, we met her. My daughter got a picture taken with her on her birthday, met her at, we were out to eat at some restaurant. She just happened to be there. It was kind of weird. She got her picture taken with her, but she's like the main character. And then uh, the main guy character is the one that plays one of the guys, the kids in Cobra Kai, the That's one, right. the one with like the big uh, jaw. Yeah. He goes back and forth. And I think he ends up being with Daniel at the end. I think I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the love interest with Daniel. Yes. 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 I He's like the main right. guy. Yes. What, that was the girl's name. Yes. Uh, uh, Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah. Rachel Lee Cook. She now, knows the mom. No, don't forget. Matthew uh, Lillard was in that movie too. Oh, Matthew Lillard. Yeah. He's been in a lot of movies. And Paul Walker was also part of that movie. Now, Matthew Lillard was in He's All That too. He was the principal. He was the principal. He was, oh my God, dude. He's hilarious in that movie when he starts dancing. He starts yeah. talking smack to the students during the, when they're doing the uh, king and queen, prom king and queen. Guys, yeah. I'm telling you, this is one you can just go watch right now. Uh, <laughs> On Netflix. He's all that. Dude, cozy up, grab a beer if you're 21 and go ahead and just watch <laughs> this movie. It's great. Um, love it. Love it. Definitely. What's the other movie you want to talk about? Okay, I want to talk about a couple more right here. I got at least two more. All right. Over the Top, Sylvester Stallone. Oh, all right. Does it get better than big rig trucking, arm wrestling, trucker hat spinning Sylvester Stallone in this movie? He has to go and win a new big rig truck to support, to support his, his son. son. <laughs> you know, it's... It is, it's great, dude. Against all odds, he defeats the the champ. You know, it's, it cheese. Yeah, over the top. Anybody that's seen this movie knows exactly what I'm talking about, man. He, he has this contraption in his truck that he pulls down to like exercise his one arm to like get ready for arm wrestling. He's always driving, pulling. I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing, dude? That sounds like you, bro. Oh, I got two of them. Whoa. Uh, the last movie I want to talk about quick is masters of the universe dolph lundgren wow a live action he-man movie courtney cox is in this it is terribly cheesy um it, it, i don't know what who wrote this or thought it was thought it was you know 
great, but man, it's, it's, it's cheesy. It has besides the name He-Man and a, a couple other characters. It really doesn't have anything to do with the, the, the cartoon. Yeah. It, it, but it's cheesy. It's a good watch. It's not terrible. It's got Dolph Lundgren. He does all right. Courtney Cox. So you got some star power there. Um, but man, I remember seeing it in the movie theater and I was like, I thought it was all right. It was a little creepy at times because it's dark. Uh, it's not like a He-Man cartoon. That's why I'm kind of saying it's like, huh, this is a little different. Uh, it wasn't what I was expecting, but man, it holds up cheese, dude. It's got some terrible acting in it. Terrible, terrible, terrible. <laughs> Terribly cheesy. Jeez. Um, but you know, before we yeah. uh, sign off here, we have to talk about one more movie. We have oh. to talk about one more movie. All right. Here's the movie we, we both love. All right. This is cheese all over it for us. This is one of our favorite movies of all time. Heavy Metal Parking Lot. Heavy Metal Parking Lot. We've talked about this movie a couple times. This What this movie is, it takes place at a Judas Priest concert in Washington, D.C. I don't know what arena it was. It was the one that looked like a saddle almost. Yeah. Um, and it's two guys with a camcorder filming people in the parking lot tailgating before man and it is 80s 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 metal they're drinking oh. beer that's <laughs> it's, it's I, i'm going i'm going to the military in two weeks uh, i'm only 14 oh. they start kissing i'm like what is going on here dude are, are, are all these guys and girls are drunk and they're like yeah man i'm gonna judas priest number one iron maiden number two Scorpion, the number three, <laughs> I mean, and we're just laughing. Yeah, and there's downer moments. Like they're talking about, oh, we love, we love Judas Priest. Yeah. Oh, it was supposed to be five of us, but Timmy died last week, and Judas Priest was his favorite. And now we're going back since like <laughs> bringing up, you know. Yeah, we shush. we got backstage passes, and we're we're you know going to meet the band after and stuff. Yeah, there there was one thing. Even one of the girls was, I like Rob Halford. I'm going to bone him. And yeah. it was kind of like, what? Yeah. I guess she didn't know he was gay. Yeah. <laughs> well, there is that one guy that they're talking about, and he's like, KK down and you kick ass. Glenn Tipton, you're badass. Rob Halford, I don't know about you. <laughs> like, this guy already knew what was going on. Man. While he's wearing like studded suspender yes. only with the sequence. Like, oh, man, it's 80s, dude. It's, yeah. It's, it's people getting drunk and just being stupid. But um, it's not like they're falling around drunk. It's not like we're sitting there like watching people be drunk and stupid. It's just they're interviewing them. They're talking to them. It is an encapsulation of 1986 at a parking lot of a heavy metal show. And, you know, you got your teenagers, you yeah. know, your young people. It is great. Yeah, it is it's great. Zebra Boy is in it. <laughs> He's amazing. They did a documentary for like the people, like a like, follow up, right? Follow yeah. Up afterwards, so that was kind of cool. If you can find that, that's great. But man, this—I don't think we're doing it justice by what we're talking about. You guys have to go and watch this. You can find it on. Um, I think it's some it's, of these free streaming things like IMDb or um, uh, Fubo or, or one of these ones. I think you yeah. can find it on. And there, it's only YouTube like or something. fifty minutes long. It's not 15. a fifteen. No. It's short. Yeah, it's very it's short. It's like 20 minutes. It's like 20 minutes long. Okay. Sorry. 20 yeah, minutes long. I must have seen it twice that day. Yeah, it's really short. So you guys just go check it out, man. It's great. It's cheese, cheese, cheese. But great. Fun, it's, stupid. It's fun get, but get back to us because 
Honestly, me and Chris, when we go to uh, concerts and we're partying in the parking lot, we laugh because we look at people and they're getting sloppy drunk or we want to go interview them. We wish we had a camera yeah, and was interviewing these people on that kind of stuff. There's a, remember that one guy that's like, oh, what do you want to drink? He's got like four different kinds of beer in his <laughs> trunk in a little styrofoam cooler. Remember the old styrofoam, dude? <laughs> When we, get, hey, when we get done with this, let's put that on. Let's watch it. We're going to watch it. <laughs> We're going to watch it? Yeah. All right. Um, you know, that that movie's great. That's Wait a minute, man. I want to see Hard Bodies again. Hard Bodies. Yeah, we're going to watch Hard Bodies. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't come out that well. Um, all right. You know, that's pretty much, you know, all the time we have for this episode. Yeah. Uh, go check out some of these movies, guys, and let us know what you think. Yes, please. Um, we hope you guys, you know, are listening to our advice. We have solid, solid movie music advice. It doesn't get any better than this. Siskel and Ebert ain't nothing. <laughs> Got nothing on Big Talk with Chris and Greg. There you go. Um, but go check out some of these movies. Emails, dude. Let's get the 12-year-old back on here. She desperately wants to get back on. You got to come through for her. There you go. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. That's about it for today's episode. All right. Where can people find us, Chris? They can find us on Instagram. BigTalkCG.podcast is on Instagram. Big Talk CG Twitter, Big Talk CG at gmail.com. Um, we also got some things we're trying to work out on YouTube right now. We got some kinks, but we're trying to get uh, get right. it on there, and, and hopefully we'll be on there. You know, slowly but surely, you know, we're gonna be in. You aren't gonna be able to get away with us. And we yeah. got some. Uh, not to I didn't tell you anybody tell you I was gonna say this, but Greg has been slowly, slowly kind of trying to come up with some merch. So we may have Whoa. some merch uh, in the future for Big Talk and uh, maybe some giveaways, maybe some stuff you can see online that you guys can maybe get to, you know, show support for Big Talk Nation, Big Talk with Chris and Greg. There you go, man. Uh, but that's about to do it for us, you know. So I guess until next time, this is Chris. This is Greg. See ya.